Yo. Brother. Hi. Brother Cannon. Sam and Ryan. That's right. Bass will be joining us in, in uh, Two Shakes of a Lamb's Tail. He said, <laughs> I can't get on until at least. And which is the time he said 8.35 is 16 minutes from when we're recording this at 8.19 p.m. that annoying Chicago uh, thing again. I'm putting the baby down, which I, I can't stand when people say that. I got to put down Deej. Got to put him down. <laughs> I got to put down the boy. I don't know why that bothers me so much when I hear that. It really does. Him, putting him down, putting her down. Eighty percent of the podcast since DJ's been born with Sam hating that phrase. Yeah, I just don't like it. You like it? You like that phrase? It doesn't. I mean, it, it doesn't chat my ass like it does yours. It really sticks in your craw pretty good. I think. Yeah, it does. I, it's not. It's not. It's not base. It's just I don't like the phrase. I mean, I, I've never yeah. liked that phrase. Ryan, what do you, I'll, I'll leave it up to Ryan. What do you want to start talking about? Number one, me being publicly embarrassed in another sub shop situation. Me randomly running into Jerry Reinsdorf, the owner of the Bulls and White Sox, like, I don't know, an hour ago? Or Sam uh, doing something douchey? Let's let's start with Reinsdorf, because I've been dying for the story since he sent me the picture. Okay, so I went to Carmine Steakhouse. You guys ever been there? Yep. Uh, yeah. West Loop. No, no, yeah, on Rush. No, no, on Rush. It's oh, right, it's right by Gibson. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was thinking of Carmichael. Yeah, but I was, I was too, yes. I've been to Carmine's also. Yeah, it's like a nice place. So I yep. went there to record an interview with Lou Canellis because he owes me two hundred dollars from the Mayweather fight. Still, <laughs> he hasn't. Why paid. did you end up in a bet with Lou Canellis? Because he came in studio, mm-hmm. and him and I, him and I made a two hundred dollar bet, and he hasn't paid me. When was that fight, Sam? Like May fifth or something? Yeah. Oh, Cinco de Mayo weekend, right? Cinco de Mayo weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So we're coming now on two months, and he still hasn't paid me. So. Ooh. So it was a Jesse White event. So I interviewed Jesse, you know, the guy who's on all the Illinois license, yeah. the Secretary he was of State. The Secretary of State. No, yeah, no, he's yeah. the current Secretary of State. Oh, that's right, current. I just forgot because he's so old. I figured he wasn't working. He's just super old, and it, so yeah. any, so I'm down there, talk to those guys, whatever. Um, I walk back to my Did car. You get your money from Canellis? No, I didn't. <laughs> okay. He says he's bringing it in next week or something. Yeah. Okay. Which well, Canellis would, must be hard up. He's wearing like a $2,000 suit. He owns a restaurant. <laughs> Honestly, he owns a restaurant right across the street from the merchandise mart, and he never has my money. And he's, he's oh. always joking like, whoa, whoa, hey, what's the big idea, fellas? You know, like that. Yeah. Well, what am I supposed to do? Hey, hey you know what I'm going to do, Canales? I'm going to hit you in the <laughs> fucking skull. And you know what? Right when you're getting out of your coma, I'll be getting out of jail. And you know what? I'll hit you in the fucking skull again. You know why? Because I'm stupid. This is my business, and I don't fuck with my business. Should I do that to him? I mean, I can't really do something. Yeah. So I just have to kind of wait around until he decides to pay me. But anyway, whatever. That's That's been going on for months. <laughs> if you want to hear more on that, listen to uh, the Loop Morning Show, the, the Man Cow Show, where I discuss it every morning. So if you, if you want all the details on that, listen there. Um, but this is more important. So I I go to Corner Bakery. Because they had, like, the shittiest hors d'oeuvres. They had, like, bruschetta on toast, which wasn't that good. Some weird sausages and some other stuff. None of it was that good. So I went to Corner Bakery. I start eating, and I see this old man walking across the street, and I'm like, is that Jerry Reinsdorf? So I, I left my food on the table, and I ran out. And I ran up to him, and I said, hey. What was he doing when you spotted him? Just walking by himself. I interviewed him. If you, actually, I'm going to play the interview tomorrow on The Loop, tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, he's just walking, and I'm like, oh, hey, Jerry Reinsdorf, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge White Sox fan, blah, blah, blah. Um, I said, uh, man, I thought the Bulls were going to win it this year. 
And then I was asking about the new coach. I was asking about, I'm like, you're not going to get rid of Jimmy Butler, right? He goes, no, nah, we want to keep him. And I said, are you guys, are you guys going to get Kobe? And he said, uh, well, that would be tampering. And then I said, why don't you get MJ back? And he said, yeah, he'd probably only get 15 or 20 a game now because he's 50 years old. He was real nice. He was real nice. I was talking to him about the. Uh, he actually stopped for like an impromptu interview. I, I first I talked to him for at least a few minutes. Then I interviewed him for uh, for the loop. Yeah. He That's was really cool. He was really nice, and I he took didn't a, have anywhere I, to be. I would think that Jerry Reinsdorf would be like bouncing from appointment to appointment. He was well, just moseying around. Well, that's what's funny about it. Number one, he was alone, right? Yeah. Number two, we're in the Viagra Triangle. Right. So who knows what he was doing? I'm like, well, what do you? I'm like, are you here for the Jesse White event? Also, he said, Jesse White, what's going on? And I said, oh, oh I said, there's some kind of birthday party for and fundraiser for. Oh, by the way, Jesse White, uh, his event. All these white rich people, and then all the black tumblers doing backflips, like they're in the street doing backflips, <laughs> and all these rich white people are bidding on Jesse White oh tumbler hats. Don't and Canellis was the MC of that event. The winner got a two-year lease for a Toyota Corolla. Sec, uh, the second person got some kind of vacation, and the third person got a gift card for a restaurant. So all these rich people are like putting all this money on the line. And they're like, all right, let's look out on the street. The tumblers are out there doing backflips. That's hilarious. Jesse White was wearing a jumpsuit and a hat that said Jesse White tumblers on it. So it's basically a bunch of, of, of crowd of rich white people with their checkbooks in their hands clapping at a gaggle of black kids in the street. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he, he said, oh, I'm just here to meet a friend. Or no, first I said, oh, what are you, just hanging out, walking around? He's like, I'm not just walking around. I'm here to do meet a friend for dinner. But I said, it's it's kind of cool that you're alone. You don't have bodyguards or anything. It's kind of like how you, Ryan, how we... I think that he would have bodyguards, but a guy of his stature, usually those types of people, they travel with a some some level of posse. Like, they, they don't feel comfortable going somewhere alone. I mean, he was 100% alone. No one yeah. within... A hundred yards. <laughs> it's kind of oh. it's kind of like how we talked about with the old man from Pawn Stars. I could have just ripped an arm right off him. Yep. <laughs> it's just funny that I mean he has hundreds of millions of dollars. That guy. Yeah. And he's just hanging out with a, a shitty black sl- briefcase. Oh, I'm meeting a friend. Who's who are you meeting? <laughs> and in the interview I did with me, he said, "Oh, I like to people watch." It feels weird to me. Everything about yeah, it's weird. It was very weird. Thinking of thinking of Jerry Reinsberg hanging out of the Viagra Triangle, people watching. I mean, was he there himself. to get a was he there to get a hooker? What 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 was he there for? Yeah, I don't know. He's alone. I don't think that would be done under the cover of night, though. A hooker. Yeah, I don't think he'd be out in the, uh, I, I at six honestly, o'clock. I, I'll say it again. The craziest thing to me is that he he had enough time sit and converse with you and then take something. That's and then I'm, I'm, I'm asking him questions about Jimmy Butler, the new coach, Michael Jordan, yeah. Kobe Bryant. I mean, these are questions that reporters would probably die to ask him. I was just right. standing him and I alone together, and I was just able to ask him anything. I, how weird is that? Just think that's about that. Time, how much time would you say you got with him? Eight minutes? Six minutes? Dude, that's crazy. That's all it takes. I would, say, you. I would you say... pull out your phone and think to start recording with your phone? I, I, I did a recorded interview. Yeah, you, with your phone, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I talked to him for at least two to three minutes. Then I said, hey, could I interview you for uh, the Man Cow Show in the Loop? And he said, yeah. So I interviewed him. 
Then afterwards, I, I talked to him for another minute or two about the White Sox winning in 05, and he, he was saying how the World Series is more important than any other championship and all kinds of stuff. Well, he actually said that. Yeah, I, I, I had a real moment with Jerry Reinsdorf, the Sox yeah. and Bulls owner. Did you guys exchange numbers and set up a date? I didn't think about it. You think, you think if I would have said something like that, hey, do you think we could do this again? <laughs> do you think he would have done that? <laughs> that would have been weird. That would have been yeah, the episode of Louie where he goes, he flies back to hang out with the Cuban guy. I'll tell you this, too. If you go to Carmine's, the woman they had working up front, I've never seen anyone who look, who looks like this. She was... If if you if you had a girl to be on the cover of any magazine, this it was this brunette woman, you have to just go to view her. She's worth the price of admission to go to Carmine's just to see what she looks. Honestly, it was and she was the biggest bitch I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen anyone more mean and just couldn't give a shit about anyone. But but you got to see what she looked like. It was crazy. Is that good or bad? I can't tell. Oh, really good. Really good. Picture. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You didn't. You didn't specify it's good or bad. Right. You like you have to. It's worth, you, have, you have to view her. It's worth the price of it. <laughs> she is. You said about the Jim Rose circus. <laughs> I couldn't stop staring. Do you ever see someone like that, Ryan? You just can't stop staring at them. Yes. That, I think that's a very weird way of trying to relay that he found a woman attractive. No, no. But I'm saying that this. The this very, was like she, creepy stalkerish she, way. <laughs> <laughs> but she was exceptionally attractive. It was almost unbelievable. I've almost <laughs> never seen anyone who looked like this. In probably the top five or three that I've ever seen in person. Quite an endorsement. And she, I don't even know what she did there. She works at the front desk. Well, so you I'm sure just, she doesn't do a whole lot. She probably doesn't yeah. have a lot of responsibility. I'm, I'm guessing she doesn't uh, do the scheduling. And, you know, she's probably just there to say. Yeah. Just for viewings. Yeah, her, her, that's pretty much her job is just to look hot up front because she's right. Yeah. They have a, a podium set up outside. Why is she outside at a podium? Shouldn't she be inside by the podium? <laughs> because when I went to go to the bathroom inside, the girl at that podium didn't look like the girl on the outside podium. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so she's kind of like when Abercrombie has, you know, like the closer oh, the or, or, or your brother Kevin with no shirt on standing out in front. Yeah. Those kind of guys, yeah, it draws people in. That's that's probably why they have her just standing there. I'm and, sure, and I'm she sure couldn't. I, I've never seen someone who's who was colder than her. She was so mean. Ugh. She wouldn't even. <laughs> she was so cold. She wouldn't even open her mouth. <laughs> I said, "Hey, I'm here for the Jesse White event," and her mouth opened about a quarter. She said, "Order." <laughs> She she couldn't have been more upset to have to talk to me. Oh, sorry. I'm yeah. at I'm at your establishment that you're getting paid to work at. She's only you know she's just waiting for Matt Forte or or Elshon Jeffrey to walk in and, and you know <laughs> put her on their payroll because she a girl like that that's where she's headed. Someone's gonna marry her. A guy maybe like Chris Sale from the White Sox or uh, Jimmy Butler from the Bulls. Like, right when he gets his new contract, he'll, he'll probably go to Carmine's. So, yo, girl. And pick her up. Yeah, what's up with old girl? Oh, hi, Jimmy. She's probably already. She's probably already doing that. I mean, that, that's the type. You know what I'm saying? Like, she probably puts all of her Carmine's money in, into savings and has two different linemen from two different teams paying her all of her bills. <laughs> that's probably right. But she's the type that I don't think is 
on the payroll of a Jerry Reinsdorf. I think she has a top of the line athlete. Oh yeah, no, that's yeah for sure an athlete. She's not no, she's not at Reinsdorf level. She's not, not or she's level, not with yeah. a slob like uh, Tank Johnson right. from the Bears or something like that. Yeah, she has a guy who's ripped. A uh, who, who's someone Sam that you would think she'd be with? Someone like a. Uh, well, I haven't seen her. I mean, I, I, I mean, you said Jimmy Butler or Chris Dale. I mean, that's a pretty <laughs> wide range right there. So a I, wide I, range of bodies. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, wide range of that was very forward. random. It's very random just to run into the owner of two of the teams, and then you have a long conversation with him, and then he's willing to record with you. Yeah. What are the odds of that? Oh, sure. Yeah, go ahead, record me. All these reporters who can't get a second with him, I just had like eight minutes. And I probably could have kept, I'm the one who cut it off. I said, oh, I won't take any more of your time. Oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like he wanted to keep talking. Hey, you want to go to Starbucks and hang out? <laughs> he said, uh, when the White Sox won the World Series, you could go to any cemetery and they were all decorated like uh, the White Sox. What were the great fights? <laughs> yeah, because like all the people who missed out when they died. I, I don't recall that phenomenon. Did he do that? <laughs> he said, "I met." No, I, hangs I, out in the weirdest places. Well, I, I mentioned. I, I mentioned that my grandma grew up by Bridgeport, and she got to see that when, when while she was alive. And then he hmm. said that. Well, you go to any cemetery, all the people who were White Sox fans, they decorated all their graves. I guess like the White Sox logo. Huh. Nah, it's an odd transition. It is a very odd. But statement. after knowing that he was just walking around Russian Division at six o'clock in peak prime time, would you put it past him to drive to like St. No. Mary's Cemetery and walk around and check <laughs> things out? <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's odd how when you talk about how your grandmother got to see the White Sox while she was alive, he started talking about decorating uh, tombstones. I thought that was kind of a weird transition. Yeah. Well, no, because he was saying that all those old people yeah, who no, missed I, out. Yeah, I get it. But you, you wonder you wonder what else he does during the week. Because he said, oh, I love coming to this area and people watch. That's all he does is he just walks around and waits for interviews. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder how often he, he gets... Really, he just loves uh, spontaneous interviews. Yeah, how do you think that's ever happened to him in his life? That he actually got interviewed. I'm sure he gets stopped all the time for pictures and conversations, but do you think he's ever been stopped and interviewed? <laughs> uh, I no. I bet you that does no. I bet you that does no. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say because of his willingness today. That might lead me to say that maybe he has done it. I mean, it's like murdering someone. Usually, when you <laughs> like when someone <laughs> you know, goes back to murder, it's like when somebody is wanted for murder, it's like odds are that isn't the first time they've committed a crime. Exactly. You know, it's like if Reinsdorf made eight minutes for you today, that leads me to believe he's done that before. Yeah, this wasn't his first eight minutes for a stranger. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I wonder how many times he got stopped during that, like, hour on his way to that restaurant. Could I have been the only person that noticed him? Maybe. I'm sure most people wouldn't notice Jerry Reinsdorf. I mean, I yeah, actually, when you sent me that picture, picture, I had to think about it for a minute. I, I did, too, and I sent back to Abe. I said, why can't I figure out who that is? I knew him, and I was putting him in the world of sports, but I couldn't. I just, I was stopping just a little short of, of knowing it was Reinsdorf. You, you know what's hilarious, too? I saw him on the corner while I was in Corner Bakery, and I was sitting at a table. So I saw him walk by. He was stopped at a red light. I ran out behind him. And then I walked ahead of him and did a fake turn. I said, 
Mr. Reinsdorf? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Or or I might have said, Jerry? I forgot how I said it. I either said Mr. Reinsdorf, Jerry Reinsdorf, or Jerry. I don't don't know if I did or not. Mm, I bet you're like, are you Abe Cannon? (laughs) (laughs) I listen to your podcast all the time. Yeah. What if you said that? Cool. He just goes, (laughs) cool. Before before he said cool, that'd be awesome. Before we get off of this real quick, I have to say, there was another first, uh, probably, that was mentioned in here that we didn't address. I guarantee, Abe, you were the only person to ever go from Carmine to Corner Bakery because you didn't like the food selection. <laughs> That's a good call, too. <laughs> that is weird. That is definitely true. Yeah, the Corner Bakery food was better. I'm sure so if you went inside you Carmine. Car- you, what, I'm, I mean, I missed that. Why were you at Carmine? Because uh, Canellis and Jesse White were there. I was interviewing those two. So, but they were, and they were having a meal. No, no, no. It was, it was a Jesse White fundraiser and birthday party. Okay. And Luke so Canellis was the was MC. Free. Yeah, the food was free and it was free drinks. So you too. had a, you had a, a, a top shelf steakhouse free food. Yeah, but it wasn't and good. Like I just said, it was. It was. You walked away to go to shitty corner bakery for something that's that was uh, that's been frozen for six months. But let me explain the scene, Ryan. I'm sure you've been a part of a lot of these <laughs> events. There was. There, there was a spread, a small spread of food and a bunch of savages. Right. And, and there was actually a guy in a wheelchair who was parked next to the table and wouldn't move. So half the table you couldn't even get to. So that whole half of the table he took up. Then the other half, there were at least 35 to 40 savages eating like they've never eaten before. Okay. So I, I, I got a piece of sausage, and it was a fight to get that. Yeah. So I just said, fuck it. And I got two Bud Lights, which I tipped like $7 on, so I might as well have just bought them. Because <laughs> I, I was wearing, I don't have, all I have are maybe five dress shirts, two suits, um, and that's it for dress clothes, right? And then I have one black, po- Sam, remember the outfit I wore the other day? The black corduroy pants and black uh, yeah. polo shirt? That's the outfit I had to wear because all my dress shirts are wrinkled and my suits are need to go to the dry cleaner. So I was wearing black corduroy pants and a black express polo shirt. So I look like a piece of sh- I actually look like part of the wait staff. And all these other people are in suits. So first of all, I just feel like an asshole anyway. So I was trying to tip a good amount on a beer. I think 3 to $4 on a beer is pretty good. Especially when it's sitting in an ice bucket on the table that I could just grab myself. But I was trying to look like I belonged in that scene. You know what I mean, fellas? Right. Yep. I didn't want to be looked down on. Even though all those rich yeah. assholes weren't tipping shit. They were getting, give me white wine spritzer. White wine spritzes. <laughs> give me a Kahlua cocktail. A Kahlua cocktail? I don't think anyone's ever ordered a Kahlua. There's no such thing as a Kahlua cocktail. <laughs> a white wine spritzer, please. Half and half. Uh, yeah, so it makes sense. I get why you would leave there because that food, it's not like you went specifically with a, a table and, and had the menu to choose from. It was a, a spread. Yeah, like a shitty spread. With, yeah, with a bunch of people there for the free shit. So I, I really it. realize how much I hate fundraisers. All these fake people taking pictures with Jesse White. He makes sure to kiss every girl twice on the cheek, each side, super close to their lips. You know yeah. that move where you kiss on the cheek, but it's pretty much oh, in the yeah, corner you're, of your you're, lips? Yeah, you you're getting some lip corner. He yeah. does that to everyone, both sides. Just, just females. Yeah, oh, of course. For me, I barely got yeah. a handshake. How was the handshake? Uh, limp. 
<laughs> I said, hey, uh, if I ever get pulled over, can I say I'm personal friends here? He said, can't help you there, my friend. <laughs> I like that that's what was in your head. You know what I said to him? I said, isn't it weird that you're in everyone's pocket right now? <laughs> Wait, why? why did, what, oh, because everyone there, you mean? Because he's on everyone's license. Jesse White's name oh, is on everyone's, everyone's license. pocket. I thought you meant like figuratively, like everyone there is like paying. No, no, no. Like his name is literally on their license. <laughs> Think about that. It is weird. He's on every driver's license. His name. Yeah. Wouldn't that be bizarre? They, if, if it said Ryan Mano on every Illinois license? Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> I've never thought of that. He's like, what you're weird, referring to? Some weird questions for Jerry, for Jerry, uh, or for uh, <laughs> Jesse White. Those are two very strange questions. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was the first one again? Can I use your name if I get pulled over? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you ask a guy like that? Oh, tell me about the tumblers. Well, they jump real high. I don't know. I mean, I guarantee, though, most people, and, and it's good because you stand out. I'm sure no one asked me either of those questions. I'm sure no one's ever asked me either of those questions. But it's, it, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sure most people there were saying, like, oh, this is really great of you to do. Uh, how long have you been associated with the tumblers? Oh, yeah, that's exactly. great. <laughs> Well, it's funny because as soon as I interviewed him, this camera guy came up to me um, with like three other people. So whoever he talks to, it's obvious a, a big uh, production they put on. So the camera guy takes pictures. Then a woman comes up to me and she said, oh, hey, I work at uh, Jesse White's office. That was really cute, your interview with him. Oh, you actually recorded the interview. Oh, yeah. So these, questions, these questions weren't just personal questions. These, these are questions that are here to stay. Oh, yeah. yeah. People the, the, will hear these. Oh yes, these were these will be on on the show tomorrow morning. That's really funny. Yeah, no, this wasn't just for my own entertainment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she said, "Oh, that was really cute that you said about the license because I've never heard that before." <laughs> <laughs> and then she and then uh, she got my uh, my information because she has to send me the picture. She said, "What was the uh, what's the the other two options I had were Sam acting like a douchebag." Or you being publicly embarrassed in another let's, 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 do, let's do that one because I'm, I'm curious. That, you know, there's, I'm sure there's, a, I, I can think of probably three or four different things that occurred in the last two days that he could be talking about. I, I know oh, what okay. he had is. So let's just do that and get it out of the way. <laughs> all right. So, so my mom is on a trip and she sent a group text to all of us. And Sam, Sam sent her the blushing face, the blushing emoticon. Okay. Wait, Number one. Okay. <laughs> Number one. Even if I meant it, how is that douchey? I mean, what kind of how you how did you didn't frame that at all? You said my mom is on a trip. She sent us a group text, and Sam sent the blushing emoticon. Oh, here. Oh, here's what it how was. Is that wait, wait, hang on. Let me explain it. Let me explain it. So, so my mom, her plane landed, right? And she said, "Hey, I landed." Blah, blah, blah. And then Sam wrote, glad you made it. And then he sent the blushing face emoticon. Yeah, so, okay, again, how is that? <laughs> so, okay, so what? let me, Ryan, let me break this wait, down. Wait, hang on, Sam, wait, so, I'm not done yet. No, no, so no, that, no, 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 I was stop. with Sam, well, hang on. That's the end of it. No, no, but wait, hang on. I was with Sam, Ryan, when I started laughing about that. So then Sam mm -hmm. sent another message with just a smiling emoticon and it said... He sent it to the, because it was a whole group. It was just me, Sam, my other brother, some other people. And Sam sent the other smiling face emoticon and said, sorry, Abe noted that I sent the wrong emoji by accident. Apparently that's the blushy face. <laughs> exactly. So, so 
I didn't understand. I did not know that was the blushy face. I just thought it was just like a kind of a um, no like girls a medium, a medium. Hold on, Abe. That's fine. Girls, girls. Then okay. I, I I thought that was just a smiley face. Okay, I didn't know that was the blushy <laughs> face. I didn't know what the meaning of it was. I don't text with twelve year old girls like you, Abe. I, yeah. I, I don't have the <laughs> level of emoticon experience and. and, and depth of knowledge you have. So I just thought that was another smiley face. There's a number of different smiley face options, and I didn't realize there was a lot of blush there. You don't uh, see the rosy cheeks so, blushing? So, Ryan, what I was doing was I was just sending, glad you made your flight, smiley face emoticon, because my mom always sends smiley face. So that's all I was, I was reciprocating the smiley face. A pointed out to me that that was the blushy face. I wasn't aware of that. So then I sent a bigger smiley face with no visible blushing on the cheeks. Uh, but so so that's that's what really happened. But even if I knew that was the blushy face, would that be douchey behavior? How is that? Douchey? I think I think douchey might be the wrong word. Um, it was something that you could see a girl sending. If if you if you said if she said, "Oh, thanks for the help," and then she'd have the, the blushing face. Yeah, but Abe, again, it was clear I didn't understand what the blushing face was because if I send a blushing face, that was way out of context. So my question is, Ryan, how many times has Sam sent that blushing face to men when he thought it meant just a smiley face? Well, I've never gotten it from Sam, I'll say that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I don't don't send any emoticons because it's not like a fuck you emoticon that I would attach at the end of every (laughs) time. There's nothing, they're all happy, and, and I haven't, you know, I don't want to give Abe that kind of satisfaction. So. I'll say this. It, I'm just glad that it was, I'm glad for Sam's sake, and obviously we're still talking about it now, but, like, I'm glad that he sent that in a conversation with family, with your mom, because if he sent that to me, you, and base, Abe, the crucifixion would have been way worse. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Bye, even, I, I, wait, Sam. Hold on, hold on, base is calling. Wait, Sam, to be fair, though, I didn't say Ladies anything. Ladies and gentlemen, Sam, Base! Get your bars up! Feed me more. Wait, hang on, Base. So, what you missed out on was, um, well, first of all, I was talking about Jerry Reinsdorf. You can listen well, back. Tell the story properly about Sam, the blush case. Sam, Sam sent, we were in a group message with my mom, my other brother, and a few other people, and my mom uh, landed, she was on a plane, she wrote, hey, I made it. Sam wrote to her, glad you made it with the blushing face emoticon. <laughs> right, and, and again, I didn't understand. I thought that was just a smiley face. I didn't know that it was a blushy face. So, like, wait, hang on. You guys so, I was actually standing it, next to Sam when he sent it, and I started laughing. Faces. And then he had to send a correction, a retraction text with the other smiley Aww. face saying, oh, I didn't understand what that meant. I didn't even reply <laughs> to the thread of texting. I just, I told him in person, man to man, hey, dude. You need to- oh, that's man to man. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for uh, thanks for getting me to man up. Um, <laughs> it's about manning nobody up. Gave a shit. Nobody responded the first time. Nobody even noticed it. I'm sure they all have like the low resolution phones anyway, so nobody can even make out the phone. But but um, I, I did send the correction so you would get off my back. Um, and again, nobody said anything. Nobody. Right, you're right. If it was you guys, I'm sure we'd be hearing about it for the next four years. Yep. Um, but it was an honest mistake. <laughs> and, and you, you believe me that I didn't know what the blushing face was? No. Yeah, true. You don't believe me. You thought, no. I the blush, you thought I was blushing because she landed. 
You really believe that? <laughs> You're clenching, you honestly man. believe that? You just have that that female <laughs> perspective on things. Where why you, would I be blushing if she landed? Tell, tell me why anybody would be blushing if somebody landed, Ryan? <laughs> Right. Like, if you hang on, hang on, hang on. Blushing, what does blushing indicate? It indicates that you're embarrassed, <laughs> no, it, or it you're being um, kind of meek about something. Let me Why ask Ryan. Hang on, Sam. Let me ask Ryan on this one. If your girlfriend Jill Ryan, if you said, yeah. "Hey Jill, glad you made it," or no, I'm sorry. If she said I landed, and then you wrote back, "Wait, no, wait." Okay, so if you said you landed, and then she wrote back, mm-hmm. "Glad you made it," she might put the blushing face because that's what a lot of women do. This remark. Why would a woman be blushing at every single every they opportunity? They use that a lot. It's true. No, they don't. Ryan, fill them in. I'm, okay, here's what I'll say. I, I can't say on, Ryan. specifically. Hold on, listen. Help me out here. Jesus Christ. She, hold on, Sam. She would not send the blushy face, but I will say this. I'll, I'll say Abe is correct in that there are certain emojis that women use more than men. Like Kathy, who I work with on the show, she anytime she texts me, and she, I know she listens to this podcast, so she'll hear this, she always sends that blushing face. Like, oh, thank you. Blushing face, right. smiling. Well, well, that's Ka- just- I'm sorry, but Kathy is using it out of context because you shouldn't be blushing in response to every single point. <laughs> That's what you do. I think it's not even just so much of the blush. It's like it's almost it can be like a bashful thing. Like, oh, thank you. You did that for me. Thank yeah, you. Exactly. So, so that's like, what Sam was like doing. A flirt. But no, it's, not- it's a it's a it's not so much a flirt. It's like a you know it's the way that uh, a, like Abe's always commented on how there are certain women who say thank you like thank a baby. You. They, thank they, you. Thank you. That's that's what that is. It's like a. A bashful, sort of playful... Yeah, thank you. Like Sam did. That's how Sam did. I'm bashful on my mom and all these fucking idiots. (laughs) All these fucking idiots? Your family members? Your brother? (laughs) These fucking idiots? What an asshole. (laughs) I'm bashful around all these idiots. I mean, your, I, think you, I think your wife. I think your wife was on the thread. Like, you know, you, she wasn't on the thread. Oh, she wasn't. Okay. Um, hand to. Uh, God, I don't believe in God, but hand to God anyway. Um, I, I certainly did not mean, I did not mean to send any kind of uh, indication that I was blushing. That's the truth. If I was blushing, I would tell you. But I wasn't blushing because she landed her flight. Okay, that's just... Yeah, that, I, I get it. And Sam, it's ridiculous. I, I mean, this is ridiculous, there's no way, honestly. There's no way that you were blushing because your mother landed. I think you just maybe... I, I misused, and I'll never make that mistake on, again. I learned the hard way about the blushy yeah. face emoji. I get it. You weren't up to speed on what that emoji meant, and no. uh, Abe no, and, about. The thing about people like Abe is they only text in emoji because Abe, you know, he's probably not very well versed in English <laughs> 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 So him and all of his idiot friends <laughs> all day back and forth. That's it. And of course, you get to learn what the. What, I mean, that's like. Uh, well, what do you call like uh, uh, hieroglyphics with the yeah. cavemen use? I mean, of course, you know you can start developing like a visual language, and you, you got to learn whatever that. And that's what emoji well, it's, really it's is. Same hieroglyphics when you go to a fast, for fucking dope. When you go to a fast, when you go to a fast food place, they, they've simplified it to the point where they have a picture of what you're hungry for and a number, so you just precisely say two. right because most people look at it, point, and say three because everyone hey, numbers. Let me get a three and big a three big. <laughs> Big three. <laughs> hey, hey, let me get a big three. <laughs> they, they really have made it for morons. Hey, yep. let me get a little four. You're right. That's, that's what it is. That's what it is. 
Hey, a regular six. <laughs> what do you want to? Whatever it comes with. I don't know what it says. I just like the way it looks. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever, Sam. Just never do well, that whatever. again. No, whatever. No, you can't get away with the whatever. I mean, you started by saying Sam was, he had made that douchey moment when he sent the blush. It was. That's Sam true. was blushing. I'm glad That's you true. made it. He was a little embarrassed, a little happy. If, if anything, you could say Sam had an embarrassing moment when he erroneously said the blush he faced when it was completely out of context of the conversation. Not he had a douche because there's nothing douchey about that. It's can I insane. can I throw can I throw one more thing in? And Sam, don't don't be upset with me here because this is better than a lot of. Usually, when you say that, tweeted. it's definitely something offensive. No, this is better than a lot of things people have tweeted you over the years. But I can sense a flood of blushy face emojis coming your way. <laughs> 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 that's that's the new thing. Sam's gonna get tweeted a hundred blushy faces. I didn't learn anything. Don't ever mention blushy face around me. Send All these up. assholes that sending me blushy face tweets. Send them. I don't. I don't read your tweets anyway. Send them. I don't. <laughs> oh my god. Sour heel. plus wow. Sam. What a heel. God, Sam would make a great heel. He missed his calling. Sam should have been a wrestling manager or a wrestler. Yeah. What a heel, Sam. Why don't you become a wrestling manager? Hmm? <laughs> we'll get you, I mean, honestly, we know enough people to get you lined up, you know. Right, just like, is there like a job application for that I could just fill out? No, just go to one of these uh, independent that would be promotions. A funny, that, would be a, that would be a funny thing. Is why, why would you want to have this job? And he just writes out because I'm always angry. Yeah. I'm not always I angry. Mean, that's, could, not, that's not true at all. Wait, Ryan. Although, hold on, hold on. In, in order to bring this out of Sam, A would have to be in wrestling, too. <laughs> Sam is really nice. Sam is really nice, and then you mix A into it, and then I you wanna, get this explosion. Hey, I, I want to take this time to correct that perception, and, and I'm hoping that Ryan and Bass could speak up, because the idea that I'm always angry is just not true at all. If you subtract A out of any equation, I've spent time with you guys independently, would I just you said say that. that I'm angry at? Oh, you did. But would you say that I'm yeah. angry at all when Abe's not in the room? Based, no. Brian, could you guys attest that I am not an angry person? But when no, Abe I... is brought into the equation, it just like elevates my temperature to 120 <laughs> degrees. Yeah. No, I would say that's true. That's well documented. I've said that dozens of times. That that Sam, something changes. Your chemistry, your brain chemistry changes when Abe is introduced to the situation. Ryan, <laughs> could you imagine the situation? You're in Joliet. You're in Joliet for some kind of independent wrestling thing. Sam's the heel manager. The guy that's in the ring is some all-American wrestler. Could you imagine what Sam could do in that ring? No, it would have to be you as all-American. It would always have to be against you because I'm just not. I, like, you know, you make me like I said that thing about the tweets. That's really not true. I do read the tweets, and and you make me lie. You make me take on this persona. We mean I make um, you do that. You do it. It's something about you. You don't. You don't actually ask me to do it, but you make me. You turn me into something I'm not. Is what I'm saying. You make me say things I regret. You make me angry. <laughs> you, you fuel the fire inside. I. I don't know what it is, but you. You turn. It's almost like you're. You're. Um, so I'm like the emperor like, in Star Wars. You're like, like Darth uh, Vader. Incredible Hulk. Uh, I'm like Bruce Banner, and you are like. <laughs> you make me turn into this monster. That's what it so, is. So here's what I was going to say. If we really wanted to push that, I think we'd probably know enough people to get Sam in at a decent level, whether, you know, it's uh, the, the folks that run AAW um, or even just if I put in a call to Colt Cabana and ask him if he would be willing to take on a manager for a weekend. That'd be awesome. Sam comes out with a leather jacket and sunglasses and just talks shit to everyone. 
Yeah. <laughs> Juliet can suck my dick! <laughs> All of you should have been aborted! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> God, that'd be awesome. I would honestly, if there was a guy, honestly, I'm not just saying this. If there was a heel like Sam anywhere in the country, I would pay money to go see it. Because if you go to any of these wrestling events, there are no evil heels like Sam could be. Sam could get in that ring yeah. and insult the entire crowd. I bet Sam, Sam. I bet you'd enjoy it. Yeah, as long as it was all. If, if, as long as you were in the crowd, you just have to always be there, so I can always like have a have a, a, a point of reference. Yeah, it's like Kanye West is always thinking about his mama when he's singing. You can always right. think about me. I, yeah, we could have a picture of me somewhere. You're staring at the face that you. I have a picture you on my like the palm of my hand, so I just keep looking down, and then it keeps, it keeps like every time I look down, I think of something brilliant to say. It's like when Rocky was about to fight, he'd always have a picture of Apollo or, or Dolph Lundgren or whoever on his on his mirror. That could be you. Although I will say, uh, <laughs> Abe and Ryan, we did go to a wrestling event a few months ago, an independent event here, and it's definitely not hard to uh, find things to insult in those crowds. Um, those are that is a select group of people, no doubt. About it. <laughs> yeah, your your work is half done for you. I mean, at that point, all it, it's just execution. At that point, at that point, it's just it's observational humor. That's yeah. Sam could be like, is there anyone here who doesn't have gout? You disgusting <laughs> slobs. Keep eating. Keep eating. Keep feeding your gut, you slobs. I'm from New York City. Because <laughs> you know you'd have to say something like that. Yeah. I'm from New the York. The problem about being a heel manager is what happens to the heel manager. He always has to end up taking a ridiculous power bomb off the top rope or get put through a table and and I, I don't know if I'm uh, capable of handling that kind of punishment. That's where I come in. I get to put you through a table. That's where I get my revenge. All right, let's move on to the third point, Ryan, I mentioned at the top. Once again, I was publicly embarrassed. This time, there was a sub shop uh, that I like to go to called, uh, I won't say the name of it. It's, it's, a, it's a good sub shop, though. And I ordered a turkey sub with extra mayo. And this very nice old woman was making it. She was the only one who didn't believe in wearing gloves at this sub shop. Ooh. Ooh. But I did notice she washed her hands. That's old school. They didn't wear gloves. She was yeah. the old woman. I noticed that she was, but she was very nice. She was like the meatball woman in uh, in Happy Gilmore. Oh, yeah. my favorite part is watching you enjoy that, remember? <laughs> Puts two meatballs in his hands. Um, yeah. She was very sweet. She made me this beautiful sub. And... Before even looking at how much mayo was on there, when she turned her back, I went to the other lady and I asked for a cup of mayo. God. Just to have extra mayo just in case. Which isn't, who, who cares, right, guys? Well, yeah. I, I mean, I'm used to it with you. Uh, I mean, I, I, yeah. I'm kind it's of disgusting listening to you talk about food, I'll say that. No, no, but, but if I want an extra so cup of mayo. There's always it, mayo involved and extra this, extra that. Yeah, but I, you know, it's fine if I did want an extra cup of mayo. And I, I, I did go yeah. to the other lady because I thought the old one was busy. So then the lady yells to the old lady, hey, cup of mayo, right to the lady who made the sub. And then she turned around. She made it like, sh like she, it wasn't mean. It was almost like she was hurt or ashamed. She, she gives me a cup of mayo and she's like, I'm sorry. I thought I put extra on there. And, and oh, honestly, it, it was a sweet old lady, and it, it it broke my heart when she did this because she she was just a sweet old lady. I'm sorry, like she was really sorry that she didn't put enough mayo on. So I said, "Oh, don't worry, no, 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 blah, blah, blah. 
So I went out of my way to go back. After I got done eating, I went back to the front, and I said, that was really good. Thank you so much to make her oh feel better. I <laughs> But think about it. Wouldn't that hurt your heart if you had some old lady who said, I thought I put extra on it. Oh, dude, it's sad to even think about. Yes. And, and I know an old woman like now that. I just feel like, bad for, now I feel bad for slashing her tires after you told me that story. <laughs> <earlier>. <laughs> um, well, you know, Abe's heart bleeds for all the fast food workers. Wait, hang on, there. Sam. Wait, hang on. But, Sam, do you remember? <laughs> I, 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 mean, I feel like half of this podcast is about uh, these unfortunate fast food workers. But, wait, I, br- I, brought, I brought up um, I, I brought up the, uh, uh, the uh, wedding singer, and... Her favorite part was watching him enjoy it. She said, my favorite part's watching you enjoy it. So she was probably, her favorite part of making that suffering is watching me enjoy it. So the fact that right away I said, oh, I need more mayo, she thought she failed the enjoyment part. Right, right. So it was heartbreaking, to say the least. (laughs) That is bad. Oh, God. Any comments? Yeah, I mean, again, I think it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous how much you value these interactions with these fast. And and I don't mean to insult. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sure there's a fast food worker out there who listens, and I appreciate your service and everything. And you know, I know it's a job. I appreciate your service. Thank you, thank you for your service. I'm not trying to insult you at all, but I'm just saying it is weird that Abe um, belabors um, these interactions as much as he does. That's that's all I'm saying. It's just it's a bit it's a bit strange. I, I personally think that there's way too many stories that involve Abe saying, I asked for extra mayo, and now I either feel bad or I'm disgusted. So I think the solution I think the solution from here on out is that you need to carry like a wad of Hellman's packets just in case. You know, you you know what's mayo. fucked up, Bates. You can go in your car, and you can put it on yourself. But Bates, it's funny can you I... mentioned... Wait, hang on. Before you get to that, Ryan, it's funny that you mentioned yeah. packets, because they offered me the packets first, and I said, no, could I actually have the real mayo that you normally put on? Because the packets are a different type of mayo. If I would have got the, the packets... Helmets? No, this sub shop, they use this, uh, some other oh, kind okay, of mayo. Okay. The packets were some okay. disgusting, like, Heinz mayo or some garbage. <laughs> so I, I, why am I going to mix? Why would I mix two mayos? So, if, but if I now going back, I wish I would have just took the packets because there was plenty no, of now, mayo. But on. now you don't. But, but now you don't even have to tell them you even need mayo. You just put your own on there. Yeah, you don't have to worry about mixing and matching. You have your own. What were you gonna say, Ryan? I will say this is the first story, and and normally Abe's fast food embarrassing stories are involving himself and how he looked like uh, a fool, or he, you know, the the woman, the Indian woman behind the counter was suspicious that he went to ask you the bathroom. Like, it's these extremely shallow, inconsequential thing that he cares about. Uh, this is the first time that I've heard one where he felt for someone else and not Yeah, that's a good point, I suppose. So, if, if, let's just take it baby steps and realize <laughs> that we're probably not out of the woods on fast food stories for a while with Abe. And let's look at what we have and realize that... Within the framework, this is actually a step in the right direction. He's caring about someone else here. Yeah, exactly. So I did do. So I did do the right thing by going back up, right, and making it a point to say that was the best ever. You guys, I, I think I even said I love yeah, this place. It was for someone else, you, you tried to embolden someone else, you tried to make someone else's day rather than run out in shame because the capesh <laughs> thought you pooped too long. <laughs> and you know what's messed up too. 
I went up there once and she had her back turned to me, so I had to walk back to the the seat and then go back up to the drink machine and stand there and act like I was doing something, waiting for her to turn around. And then I said, "You guys are the best." <laughs> it is crazy that you remember things that happened. In a, like to me and to most people, if you're in like a fast food restaurant, a Taco Bell, a Subway, it's mindless. Like I would be able to get in my car and say, "Oh, I don't even remember getting this drink." Like you almost just zone out because it's not something you care about or need to remember. Zone out. It's like it's, it's, your brain goes dead when you're in there. You know, it's almost like getting a haircut. Like you kind of just sit in that chair and you're just like, just do this, and then 20 minutes later your hair is cut. But see, when I get a haircut, like, I talk to my oh, boy. Minute seven was great. Minute eight was, you know, like I, I don't recall when she squared up my neck. You know when she. It, it, <laughs> I don't commit any of that shit to memory like you do. <laughs> Speaking of haircuts, I got one yesterday. So did really I. Good when, I, when I stepped off the plane. The chick who cut my hair. This might, I don't know how well this will translate. I'll, I'll try and do this. So she would say to me, she'd be like, uh, you want your neck rounded or squared? I'd say square. And like before I could finish, she'd say, cool. You want the, <laughs> You want any product in your hair? Just leave it like it is. Oh, you just leave it. Cool. <laughs> everything. For 25 minutes, everything was cool. Were you in one of those chill zones that how, I was talking about? haircut? haircut looks pretty tight. It looked like a million. Oh, you were supposed, you were supposed to say cool. Sam, oh, I, cool. Sam, I asked Ryan, I said, I know your top priority now is chilling and serving. <laughs> is, is that what they do on the West Coast? A lot of chilling. Abe sent me something, and I said I would look at it over the weekend, and I haven't yet. And, and I said, I haven't gotten to it. I'll look at it on the plane on Wednesday. He goes, cool, I know your top priorities are surfing and chilling. <laughs> <laughs> surfing. <laughs> but isn't it a lot of that around there, though, Ryan? A lot of that cool. Everything's cool. Chill out, man. Um, Not as much as you would think. I think it depends on where you hang out. I'd be hanging out in the... Uh, what do they call it? The grottos? Right, let me let me um, add Yeah, I don't I don't think there I haven't heard of or seen any grottos out here. <laughs> I don't know what, Ryan, what, is, what is the biggest difference um uh, between a Chicago and a uh, LA resident? What what would you say are some of the, the biggest or some of the biggest Hey about about ten pounds. As a new resident. Oh! Yeah, I mean that's I'm sure that's uh, <laughs> about twelve pounds um, and a little less hair underneath the stash. Oh. A little less little less mayo. What's the biggest difference? Um, I think people are are more chill here. I think, like, I, I've noticed that if someone says something starts at 7, that usually means any time between 7 and 7.20 or 7.30. <laughs> um, and another thing that's really gotten, and I'm just now getting used to it, is the driving out here is crazy different, like, really different. Um, and it's almost like a different language, the way that they, So, uh, in Chicago, and, and pedestrians are king. So if there's, a, if there's not a walk sign, you can't walk. You can only cross at the crosswalk. But within that, so if there's a walk sign and you step out and a car turns right on a red or whatever and you're in the crosswalk, the cops will pull them over. And they'll also give you a ticket for jaywalking. They take crosswalks. Really? Pedestrian stuff, very serious. But pedestrians on the road. If there's a pedestrian in the street and you even nudge out an inch, you can expect to get a ticket. Have wow. you gotten like tickets? In Chicago, you can run across Lakeshore Drive. You need you just see randoms just like running across Michigan Avenue trying to dodge cars, and it's not a big deal. If you did that here, even if it was just some 
side street and you ran out in the middle of the road, you would get a ticket for jaywalking. I always wonder how they enforce somebody for a, a ticket for jaywalking. What if you just say, I have no ID on me? Well, a cop sees you and he says, you give me your ID or you go to jail. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I have no ID. I know we jaywalk constantly in Chicago. I mean, that's just the way of life. Have you gotten a jaywalking ticket? I have not. Um, I've seen people get them. I haven't gotten, gotten one. Have you honestly surfed yet? I have not surfed. Are I, you gonna, I don't know how to surf. I've never surfed. Not even bodyboarding like you were talking about? No, I have not bodyboarded or boogieboarded. Or I've not done <laughs> it once. Yeah, man, I'm going to go bodyboarding, man. Yeah, and that's how I say it, too. You guys want to go bodyboarding, man? <laughs> God. <laughs> what do you... Do you <laughs> I only got one pair of leathers left. Leathers? Or rub, what, what, rubbers? Rubbers. That rubber jumpsuit. Know, dude, what are you talking about? The rubber jumpsuit they wear. The ru- <laughs> one pair of leathers, you said. I only got one rubber left. I want, I honestly, I want, I mean, you know, if you guys are all more than welcome to come out here and, and stay for a while and visit, I... Well, base will take you up on that this weekend. What the if I do? Base, you're always welcome. I'll bring a DJ. Base, that's fine. DJ, you and DJ are very welcome here, always. And Sam, that goes for you. But I desperately want Abe to come here. He's never been here. I want Abe to come here so he stops creating California (laughs) in his head (laughs) and just has a frame of reference. (laughs) (laughs) It's ridiculous. Actually, I'd I'd be pretty sad to lose all these jokes, to be honest. Yeah, they might still continue. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure, I'm sure, I'm sure even if it wasn't like is, that, I'd continue with the jokes. Yeah. Hey, you know what Abe does? Abe takes, Abe takes every terrible cliche and like amplifies its power of time. I know. Exactly. The whole time we were in New York, he kept making up this accent about my uncle <laughs> screaming at me and calling me Schmiel. Hey, it's me, never Schmiel. Once, never, once, never once has my uncle ever referred to anybody as a Schmiel. No, his name was Schmiel, wasn't <laughs> no, it? No, uncle, he Schmiel. said your uncle's name was Schmiel. It was uncle. My uncle, you mean my uncle Bert? What did I ever say? It was hey, well, but isn't my douchebag nephew Ben? Oh, no, <laughs> of course you didn't. What you can't give your uncle Schmiel a kiss on the lips? Oh, he took the word schmear, like a schmear of creativity, and made a name with a schmear. And just like anything else, and just like anything else, that entire tribute. That entire trip to New York would start off with Abe and Sam at each other's throats, and all it would take for him to call me Schmiel, and Sam jumps right on board with it. Well, Sam and I team up some occasion. It was funny, base. You were cracking up too. It is funny. Hey, what well, is my piece of shit nephew? Oh, you know you're making a real jerk out of me. Why don't you come in here and give me a hug? Go. Oh. I like how he was like uh, Joe Pesci mixed with Andrew Douglas. I know. I know. Now let me take but you to the deli and get you a gobble goo and mozzarella. Oh. <laughs> so what would happen here, Abe would come here, and he would have a 99% success rate with his interactions with people. Everyone would be great and normal and see and believe in his heart that everyone here is not that different, that it's really, it's very nice, very cool. But he would have one, he would run into like a, you know. Go to one a guy with that, like, like, that hat on, even though it's 100 degrees, they're wearing that hot. David Beckham yeah, hat. Exactly. What kind of hat and is that? Right. Have a name tag. A name tag on it says like Bosco or something. You see, like. All those douchebags like Bosco. The one thing would stand out. The one negative. Yeah, yeah. I've been buying a lot of sex records. Some kid like that. Yeah, it's a sex record. Yeah. 
No, a couple socks rockers. Oh, well, if it isn't my piece of shit nephew. Whoa, you come visit me every leap year. Oh. Hey, hey, let me take you to the deli and get you a nice gabagoo and mozzarella sandwich. Oh, extra vinegar. Oh. And why did you want to kiss me? All of a sudden, my, all of, all of a sudden my, my uncle's a kingpin of the New Jersey Mafia. Come on in here and give your uncle a big kiss, you piece of shit. Oh. What? Oh! You forgot about your uncle Schmiel. Oh! I've never met Vegas uncle, but I, I guarantee he could not be further from. Oh, my uncle has a personality. My uncle has a personality of a postage stamp. It's not even. He's not just sitting there. A bunch of hoodlums. Ow! He's always slapping me in the back of the head. Ow! Ow! You're too grown up for your Uncle Schmiel. We're too grown up now. Ow! Piece of shit. Ow! Get in here. Give me a hug. Ow! Make a narrow jerk out me from my friend. Give me a kiss right on the lips. Ow! Oh, man. What is that piece of shit and his friend? Hey, you look like a bunch of hobos. Ow! Hey, speaking of bass, um, so we were talking about that exhibit story, right, last week? The uh, when bass met exhibit yeah. at Target, and we said, now th- this wasn't a, we weren't joking, we had no idea. Um, bass recorded in exhibits car. Listen to last week's podcast. You didn't hear that story. We don't need to go into it again. Listen to last week's episode. Um, and exhibit recorded bass saying what bass? Get your bars up. Get your bars up, okay? So my cousin Tony, for our our our, our second co- whatever, how does he relate to us, Sam? He's our second cousin's ah, cousin. He's, he's, he's our he's, cousin. He's, he's, oh. he's in the cousin family. Oh. oh, hey, it's our cousin Tony. Oh, um, he posted it on my Facebook a video. It's by SAS. Okay, look this up on YouTube. SAS. The song's called "Get Your Bars Up." And exhibit. So just type in SAS, get your bars up. And and you could hear bass on this song. If you could you guys can you guys hear this? This happened to be at your pack rap is happening to tackle the beat. Get your bars up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play that again. You you can easily hear bass say that, right? Get your bars up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Get honestly, your if, you just, if you just hear that, you really think that either one of us did that. Yeah, like, it sounds, it sounds fake. It. Yeah. But you said it was it's on so a shitty recorder, so, right? Yeah, it's so blatant and so obvious it's bleeding over somebody. Wait, hang on. I want to hear what they say after it. What's up with these rappers, man? Like, how can you put that in a song? Just basically get your bars up. And that proves. If you want to go on YouTube and watch my video, Centaur. Just type in Abe Cannon Centaur. I think the... the, Actually, go on my website. uh, Just go to AbeCannon.com. The video's on the front page. It proves... 
that anything we do, we could make into a hit song. Bass, all he said was, get your bars up. And this is a Exhibit and whoever SAS is. It's a known. It's a I, I known mean, rapper. Because it's on YouTube doesn't mean it's a hit song. Like right, exactly. Or that it's a real song. Record something and put it on YouTube. That's it only it has four thousand views, but still, probably a thousand are me laughing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just so you know, in case anyone wants to hear it, if you want to scroll forward, it happens at the one minute eleven second mark. It's so ridiculous. And has any did I, any of you guys? I didn't. But did anyone listen to the rest of the song? If it happened again. Oh, I didn't know. I think it happens like the three-minute mark. Isn't that ridiculous so that we did, it was so bad that we didn't even keep listening? We just kept rewinding it? We didn't even hear it to see if they said it again? Yeah, or there could have been like a bass breakdown. Like, he could have, you know, they could have sampled him heavily in that song. Get your bars up! Bars up! Bars! I 13 seconds and went back and listened to it three more times. And then never listen to it again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bass. How, honestly, when bass bass acts like he doesn't care, you know when he heard that he was he had a smile from ear to ear. No, wait, no, no. I was actually embarrassed because I was like, I bet someone's gonna think yeah, I, I tried right. to this. No, because I mean the way it's, the way it was done was so bush league and amateur. It sounds like I literally took the video and did that myself. You probably did. It does not sound legit. That that is that is. You know, we did. We've told this story a number of times on our Sirius XM show. So maybe someone heard that and put it in. But why would they put it in that random song? You know what I mean? Because because that way it's just so blatant. Get your bars up, and the song's called "Get Your Bars Up." <laughs> yeah, and here's the other thing, Abe. And I know what you're you're saying about the you can make anything a hit song, but we've told this story over the past several years, several times, and the fact that it took us the fifth telling of the story for someone to say, hey, wait a minute, I know that. No, he like, just typed in, get was, your bars up on Google, and it popped up. We were too lazy to no, do that all these years. <laughs> well, then that, that speaks to our laziness. And what I'm saying, Abe, is we have said before, here's my point. We had a national audience on the Howard Stern Network on SiriusXM. We told that story numerous times. That's how little of a hit song it was that no one bothered to call or tweet and say, wait, I know that song. <laughs> like, it took us five times to tell that story before anyone even thought to Google it or before someone said, I know it. You think Exhibit put it on a mixtape recently? I didn't look at when that video was posted. Get your bars up. Maybe next is a listener to the podcast and we reminded him to have that gem. It does sound like, cool, oh. I think. I think it sounds pretty dope. The song or the sample? No, you're, you're lying. Get your, the way you say it, it sounds like slick. Like, get your bars up. <laughs> Say it, Bass, the way you it say it in the sounds, song. It, sound, it sounds ridiculous. Bass, shut up. You loved it. When Bass was in that car after eating a bunch of cheesecake and shrimp, you know he was well, doing I, it with here full I, here swag. I thought, here I thought, I was like, man, this is going to be on a, on a real hit record. I didn't think that like 15 years after, we'd have to have somebody like YouTube it for a 3,000 hit song. <laughs> what a letdown. Like, I, 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 I thought it was going to be like, you know, a hit record or... Man, maybe they'll send it to Dr. Dre or somebody, you know, or I'll hear it a lot. Base, let me hear you lean you like Base, let me let me hear you lean into it the way you leaned into it on that sample. Oh my god. This is ridiculous. No, lean do it. Lean into it. No, lean into it. You had swag on that. Now you're acting like, get your bars up. <laughs> no, lean into oh, it. Yeah. Like, get your bars oh, yeah, he up. Che- he bought me cheesecake. I was inspired. No, but let's hear it, Bass. How much money would you guys pay <laughs> to watch a video of Bass recording that in that in that Hummer? Oh, that was ridiculous. His brother sitting there with a big smile on his face. 
exhibit and two other guys smoking weed. Yo, man, nah, say it like this. Get your bars up. All right, I'll try it. Get your bars up. Get your bars. You know, Bass said it fucked up a couple times. Get your bars up. Nah, nah, nah. Lean into it, motherfucker. Lean into the shit. Get your bars up. Nobody curses me. Get your bars up. Nah, motherfucker. Lean into the shit. Lean into it. Hit it. When I hit it, I'm I'm, I'm going to clap the beat. Ready? The beat goes like this. Uh, uh. Get your bars up. Lean into the shit, motherfucker. Oh, don't mind if I do. Get your bars don't up. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> don't mind if I do. <laughs> oh, man. I wouldn't have paid any amount of money to see Bass lean into that shit. Get your don't bars up. Bass, were you doing that dance? You, what, what's don't that dance, Ryan, where you, it's, it's almost like you're plucking money down and you're doing almost like an elbow, like the Dusty Rhodes elbow, but each side? You know what I'm saying? What? What's the dance that like Snoop Dogg does? I don't know what it's called. I can picture what you're talking. Could you? Exp- you're better explaining things to me, Ryan. It's almost. Is it like? Are you talking about like? It would look like you're picking something off, like a, picking an apple off the tree. Yeah, but 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 like your uh, your your inside of your forearm is towards you. Your face. Your palms are towards your face, right? That's the side, right. and you're going down. Like you're picking apples. If oh, the yes, apple, yes. yeah. Not forward, but the yeah, other I, way. I know exactly what you're saying. I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know, like, bass was in. Just kind of, yeah, your elbows are moving. Because the uh, description of, of throwing something on the floor and giving it dusty roads really did not make it clear at all. You know, bass was in that Hummer doing that dance, too. Because wasn't Z, I mean, X, wasn't he <laughs> dropping the beat hard in there, bass? No, there was no beat in there. It was just a uh, flat out say this. But he was telling you how to lean into it, right? Like, nah, nah, nah. Because he, he couldn't just say, say, yeah. get your bar. How, how was he telling you to say it? No, 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 man. Say, get your paws off. <laughs> That's what I just said. You said that didn't happen. That's exactly what happened. No, I, no, I, 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 I said that he didn't curse at me. He didn't start calling me motherfucker. <laughs> he, just told me, he just told me how to say it. You know, at some point, his boy Sugar Bear gave, gave Exhibit the nod. Like, that's the take we needed. That's the one. That's the one. And, then other, and then they kicked me out of the car. Yeah, and then the door opened. There was a big guy outside the car. The door just opened. <laughs> And he did that hand motion, like, come this way, sir. Base and then at, someone pistol whips me out of there? Base, at what point did Doughboy go, That's the one, motherfucker! <laughs> they, they did look at each other and go, Yo, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, when that's you know, you know. You yeah, know, that's you know. it. <laughs> it's like, like, what does it say of Johnny Bravo? With a Brady Bunch? Oh, I knew I knew he'd fit the suit. He always, yeah, I always knew he'd fit the suit. I'm always good and funny. Yo, man, I knew his voice was perfect for the get the parts applied, man. You just gotta. Well, but congratulations, Bass. You made it. Yo, Casper, oh, man. man. Yo, yo, someone tell Casper to lean into that shit for once. I know that motherfucker wouldn't have wouldn't have a lick of rhythm in his body unless I stuck my dick up in there. But that I motherfucker needs to lean into that shit. If they reverse, use reverse psychology, like, yo, man, X, I told you this was a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh no, nah. not nah, X. He ain't the guy. He ain't the one. <laughs> and then you know, bass started getting more into it by doing that dance. Yeah, get your bars up. Get your bars up. No, I, I remember. When bass was just a young intern, and and he would voice stuff for people, and he wouldn't do it right, 
And they would say, oh, basically, you're talking to him. He's like, give me another chance, please. Let me do this. <laughs> I remember him doing that. You know exhibits. And nah, you're right, Ryan. Nah, man. They all oh, fuck. This ain't the guy. Yo, man, it was a nice, nice meeting you. It was a pleasure. Well, hang on, Zex. Give me a minute here. Give me one more chance. I could do it. You wait. You could wait, wait, wait. You could do it. Yes. Give me one more. Turn on that. Turn that recorder back to record. Just give me one second. Let me let me hit the beat. Get your bars up. Damn, that's it. We got it. Cut. Cut tape. Yo, Monty, yo, Montague. Montague, cut the tape. We got it. Yo, listen back to that shit. Five minutes later, he's at a payphone calling his brother to come take him off the edge. I'm somewhere. I'm somewhere in Crenshaw. That's <laughs> hilarious. You know Crenshaw, Abe. That's awesome. Of course, I listen to NWA, son. They'd always talk about Compton and Crenshaw. <laughs> I'm somewhere in Crenshaw, and I see a sign that says we have lottery here. I don't know where I'm at. There's gas pumps, but they obviously don't. They don't haven't had gas in them in ten years. There's palm trees, and there's some guy out here getting his dick sucked. <laughs> Yo, man. Do me one favor, motherfucker. Give me one solid take where you really lean into that shit. <laughs> what do you mean, lean into? I've never leaned into anything before. Shit. He ain't the guy. He ain't the motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, X, man. I thought when you hear shit, you hear it. Man, I thought I heard it. I thought he was the one. I was wrong. Oh, wait a minute. I could do it. And then John's like, no, 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 no. Bass's brother, John. No, 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 no. He could do it, guys. He, I swear he could do it, y'all. He could do it, y'all. Get your balls up. He did the sign of the cross. He did the sign of the cross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 last thing I want to mention, I, I think that guys with systems, you know, like the, the pounding. Remember those guys yeah, that yeah. would just drive by? All you would hear is bass and no music. I saw one of those yeah, guys. Yeah. In the parking lot of, of my gym, I think those guys are like an endangered species now. <laughs> those guys with the systems. I think. I what, think. What I, makes you say that? Because I never see it anymore. What I is never. There like, is there like a shortage of Red Bull or something? I mean, what happened? No, but like you never see that anymore. People just have regular stereos that come in the cars. It's not. Oh, I need to put a. Yo, man, I got three thirty-six inch speakers back there and three amps. Remember that everyone had three bass. I know you had a system. I did not. I, I couldn't afford a system. But you, I, I guarantee you wanted one, right? I wanted one. I wanted one. Mom, I need a system. I need three abs like my friend Coco. <laughs> but here's my question. Well, no, never mind. You're right. I, I guess my thing is, is that, do we just not see that because we're not with those people or around those people anymore? But, I mean, like, when I'm driving, I never hear it anymore. Yeah. No, you're right. I guess it, 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 is, it is a thing of the past. I but think like, Ryan's right. I think it depends on where you're at. I mean, I'll tell you what. Uh, in my neighborhood, I uh, go a few. If you go a few blocks one way, I hear a lot of systems. I'll just say that. I was going to say I, I live on the major street. I hear it three times a day. When we were twelve, it was it was important what kind of bike you had. Like, oh, you got a new yeah, like a Dyna. You know, a, a GT Performer. Oh shit, you got pegs on it. That's great. You know, it was important what kind of Jordans you had. Yep. Those are two things that you know you grow out of that, and you don't hear that anymore so i'm wondering if we just don't run in the same circles of people caring about systems true that could be but i i used to drive by and there'd be like 
not even any music coming out of it at all. Just and a it's not, and I do think a part of it too is I think that um, that in in car stereo technology has definitely advanced quite a bit. Definitely. So you know, I mean, I know Rachel her uh, her car has like super loud speakers with tons of bass, and that was all um, you know stock equipment. So you could duplicate that sound. Um, I think in a much more clean fashion than you could have in 1992 with those terrible systems in your trunk. We have this bass that's literally like rattling the inside of your trunk, and that's what you're hearing. You're hearing the vibration. You're and not hearing it's not, if, if we're being honest, that is not a pleasant noise. No, it's horrible. It's, 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 it's like you would hear that. Someone will pull up to you and, or next to you, and it's difficult to understand what is enjoyable about that. I mean, yeah, I, I listen to loud music, but not like that. It was, it was I right. don't even, and, and they wouldn't even listen to music. It was just some kind of CD where it was just bass. Yeah, it was never a recognizable song. You yeah, never ever. heard pulling up listening to, you know, Gin and Juice. It was just like a track of bass. <laughs> and there's someone rapping really low underneath. I'm the motherfucker right. who knew that my dick was long. My dick hit you in the stone. I'm in the stone. Now I'm going to get down. What you going to do? Get loose. I'm going to get loose on you, bitch. Pull out my stick. Going to hit it quick. Going to make it known. Going to hit the stick. Going to be known. Yeah, bass. Do the loud bass over it. Just go. You're like that. Motherfucker knew that the motherfucking tune and then coming down and then on to the tune tune now 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 and the bitch gonna hit quick gonna hit down the motherfucking tune now the motherfucking stick now because the stick now the stick now the stick no chord. That first lyric. I'm the motherfucker who knew my dick was long. God. No chord. Never. Never. Never any kind of chorus. Just super low rapping that you couldn't even hear, unless they they would hit some button where you could start hearing the lyrics. But there was remember that there were, I don't know what yeah, they adjust. Turn the lyrics on. Maybe Danny Gaga could explain this to us because he used to have a system. He you'd hit some button and then the lyrics kick in, but it's usually just. There's <laughs> 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 never. Then he would hit. Oh, the, it sounds like a wood chipper, honestly. Yeah, and when they would hit, they would only hit that button when they had a phone call. Yo, what's up? <laughs> I'm the motherfucker knew the dick was sticked on the trip. <laughs> All right, fellas, we'll wrap it up on that. And bass, why don't you close it out with your classic line? Get your bars up. <laughs> Later. <laughs>